Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast on alanarnett.com. It's Wednesday, April the 28th, 2021, and we're going to give you an update about the climbing on Mount Everest and also on nearby other 8,000-meter mountains. So on Everest, um, you know, there's people up in the western Coombe. Uh, that's between 19,300 feet and 21,500 feet. Um, in between the top of the icefall, the Kumbu icefall, and the base of the Lhotse face. So at, uh, Camp 2 is often called Advanced Base Camp because that's where most expeditions set up uh, large dining tents and large cooking tents, and they provide, uh, you know, hot meals and hot water for everybody climbing up and down the mountain, very similar to Advanced Base Camp on the north side. Of course, this year, there's only one team on the north side. That's a 21-person climbing team uh, made up of Chinese nationals because China closed Tibet to all foreigners. But back on the Nepal side, it's, it's busy. There's 400 permits that have been issued roughly and I, I still expect more to come so we're going to be I think over 400 once this thing is all said and done but right now there are scores of people in camp one and camp two uh, and in fact a lot of them are actually extending their times normally you go up for camp one for a couple of nights camp two for maybe three nights and then back down for a five-day rotation well we're seeing reports of people doing 10-day rotations for a couple of reasons one they want to go ahead and tag Camp three at 7,000 meters. Some will actually sleep up there at 7,000 meters. And all this is not using supplemental oxygen in order to accelerate the acclimatization process. But uh, most people these days are just going up and tagging it and then coming back down to camp two, spending a night and back down to base camp. One of the other reasons that they're extending their stays is that COVID is real. COVID is real at Everest Space Camp. We're continuing to get consistent reports of eight, 10, even 12 people a day uh, being helicoptered from uh, Everest Space Camp to Kathmandu with COVID-like symptoms. Now, to be fair, this could be also just other upper respiratory problems like um, pulmonary edema or altitude sickness, AMS. But most likely, uh, these, a lot of people are coming down and we're seeing more and more people being tested positive for COVID. The Ministry of Tourism continues to say that it's only pneumonia and these are all normal, uh, but in throughout Kathmandu and throughout Nepal, the COVID cases continue to explode uh, with well over two, in many cases, 3,000 new cases a day. So clearly there's a spike throughout all of Nepal. And I think we're seeing this also in the Kumbu and we're also seeing it at Everest Space Camp. Time will tell how this impacts the overall uh, expeditions and the climbs. But I can tell you personally, as someone who had a moderate case of COVID, there is no way that I would be capable of trying to make a summit attempt when I couldn't even breathe. I mean, I was having trouble breathing, living here at 5,000 feet in Colorado. And I was on my couch doing absolutely nothing. I can't imagine... Be suffering from that at 17,500 feet at Everett Space Camp, and then even thinking about making my way up higher through the icefall and on. So we'll see how it all works out. Uh, you know, there's lots of speculation as to whether Nepal would cancel the season. I, you know, I guess it could happen. You know, you, ne you never say never, but I really doubt it because uh, Nepal is continuing to say they've got this under control. They continue to say that Everett Space Camp is safe. Uh, so there would be a lot of face loss. Saving face is very important to the Nepalese government officials. Um, and also, 
you know, the amount of money that they're talking about, they've already gotten $4 million in um, uh, permit fees. And just like in 2014 and 15, when they actually did close the mountain in 14, due to the Sherpa strike after the tragic loss of 14 Sherpas in the uh, Kumbu icefall. And then of course, in 2015, the earthquake, they canceled uh, the season both years, but they also extended the permits for three to five years. So that actually did cost the government a little bit of money. Uh, but last year, 2020, with the devastating uh, pandemic impacting tourism, uh, Nepal is hungry for this revenue. So if they were to cancel 2021 and extend the permits, then uh, again, that would be a loss of revenue. And that is really the most important thing when it comes to the Ministry of Tourism is maximizing the investment and maximizing the natural resource they have in Everest and the other mountains. Uh, so I really don't see it happening, but um, you know, I guess if you end up having 100 people uh, evacuated from base camp, I'm just speculating, obviously, uh, then maybe it does make the case or maybe the individual operators would say enough is enough and we're going to, uh, we're going to cancel our expedition and take people down. Again, that's unlikely because here in recent years, we've seen um, clients actually sue guides uh, when they have uh, canceled their expeditions for justifiable reasons. It's kind of the litigious world that we live in now where people feel like they can sue for any reason. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. Uh, a lot of things can happen here as we as we move forward. Uh, one thing that is really uh, standing out is the work of the Everest ER all-volunteer doctor team. They're, they're supported mainly through donations, but also through a small fee that each foreign climber pays. They provide medical care to the Sherpas and the porters, the cooks, any, any uh, Nepali um, that uh, at zero charge in a very nominal fee for the foreigners, like I said. And they're really the only medical facility there that's treating everybody. Certainly some teams have their own uh, physician, uh, but this is a Everest ER. It just does yeoman's work and has been doing it for close to 20 years. So we've got people up in the coom. We got people, you know, back at the um, back at base camp. We've got people going through in throughout the ice, ice fall. Uh, it, there was a small ice fall um, Serac released uh, but back a couple of days ago that stalled progress for a day or a few hours actually. Wow, the ice fall doctors, those guys are just amazing. They got up there and got it all taken care of pretty quickly. Hey, there's speculation also about a new route going from uh, base camp up to camp one. Um, uh, French climber uh, Mark Batard is looking at going in the autumn and to investigate this is on the flanks of Noopsy. So as you're going up from base camp up to camp one, it's on the climber's right. Um, it's been looked at before. Um, uh, Damien and Willie Benegas, the Benegas brothers, uh, they've speculated about this. They've advocated for it, but no one's ever actually gone and tried to investigate it the way that uh, Batard looks like he's going to do this autumn. And, you know, I doubt seriously it's going to happen because but the lopes of the uh, flanks of Noopsy are just as steep as those on the uh, Everest West shoulder. This avalanche prone is rocky. It would be technical climbing. So if you're a Sherpa trying to get through as fast as possible, fairing loads to the high camps above the icefall, then you want to move as quickly as possible. And it's really not a time for technical rock climbing. Uh, now, if they can find a, a smooth path, um, you know, along that, that, that ridge or the flanks of Noopsy, then, you know, all bets are off and maybe it would be okay, but you still have rock fall and avalanche danger to contend with. So I think it might be an option for some expert climbers, but I doubt seriously if it's an option for the Sherpas or for the masses that are normally up there. Uh, other 8,000 meter mountains right now, you know, Annapurna is pretty well done. Uh, there's a couple of people on, on Makalu, but we don't have a lot of information about them quite yet. 
in Odalagiri, uh, the, the uh, weather has been really bad and has stopped the people from climbing there on the West Ridge. They've made great progress, but again, heavy snow has kind of stopped them. The normal route, uh, they can't even find the tents at Camp 1 and 2 right now, so that's going to take some work to, uh, to pull that back out. All right, so we're still looking at uh, right now, the official number is 394 permits across 42 teams on Everest, 104 permits on 11 teams on, uh, on Lhotse, uh, and we'll see how it all works out as we keep going. All right, that's all for today. Climb on. This is Alan, and remember, memories are everything.